0: Hey, everybody, this is Brent Ingersoll, and you are listening to the Speaking Of podcast. Today, we are jumping into a small series of conversations that my wife, Melanie, and I are having about marriage. And over the next several weeks, we are talking to different friends and couples. Uh, that we know, and we're talking about marriage, and it's a ton of fun, and I think it's going to be real helpful, especially for anybody who's married, dating, or wants to be married. It's just going to be real good. Today, we're talking with Mike and Nancy Miller, and our conversation was really rich. I hope you enjoy it. Here it is, our conversation with Mike and Nancy Miller. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us, our friends, and oh God, so we are so really, to really honored you'd take the time yes. with us. And, you know, it's never really a small request when it's like, Hey, would you jump on our conversation and read a book? Could <laughs> so, <laughs> Two requests so.
1: in one. I will continue reading the book. I will add. Awesome. It's good. Very, very good. It is good. Yeah, it's, it is. Like
0: it. It's really yeah. practical. And that's, that's the, the cool part about it. It just sort of gets right to it. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, for those of you who are watching with us that don't know Mike and Nancy pastors of Nova church, mm-hmm. just an unbelievable, awesome God story that's unfolding in Halifax and friends of ours uh, that we got to know uh, last year, a little over a year ago, we really got to know better on a, a trip to London, the last time any of us were probably anywhere, so then so, we found out that Mike probably could have a, a secondary career as a bootleg videographer, <laughs> so out here taking taking secret video of of sacred spaces in London and getting yes, us in trouble. We, we almost got kicked out,
2: but they are now recorded forever. It's a memory. Right. Yes.
0: Right. Exactly. Yes. So preserved I it, it, find it on my phone. Yeah. Absolutely. But it was, it was a joy to get together with you guys over that time. And, you know, you do find out about people when you travel with them. <laughs> so, yes. so, and we were just, just so, uh, not just, not impressed is not even the right word. Just, just encouraged by your, your relationship and just who you are. and, it was a it was just a no brainer to, to wanna to sit down with you guys on this beginning of this journey for married couples. And so guys, thank you again for, for being here. Usually now, usually at this point we do the kind of obligatory, you know, how did you meet and all that? But I think that would go well with some of the conversation surrounding the yeah. book anyway. So um, Kevin and Marcia basically put out this idea of helping you understand the different phases of marriage, the zone, the zones, they call it the A zone, B zone, C zone, and Q zone. And uh, I thought it was a helpful way to think about, you know, the different stages of marriage, but he said everybody has an A zone and that's that space where you fall in love and you meet. So with the A zone in mind, guys, how did the story go? How did, how did these two lovebirds come to know each other and give us the, the Cole's notes of the A zone?
2: We, like most couples, we see it a little different. different yeah, And so did <laughs>
1: like Kevin and Marcy. They're like, yeah, we see it different. So I'm
2: going to let Nancy tell her version and we'll go with that. Alright,
1: alright. Yeah, let's be real. My version is more reality and more <laughs> truth, right? <Good. laughs> yeah. Um, I actually worked with the airlines and I lived in a different province. I lived in Newfoundland and Mike lived in Nova Scotia. And his brother was my youth pastor in Newfoundland. Uh. And he came to visit his brother, but I didn't connect with him at church. I connected with him at the airport. And again,
2: again for the younger people on the room, um, pre-Facebook, pre-social media, pre-texting. So, yes. so there was no even just, oh, I happen to know what your whole family looks like. No. Just out of curiosity, there was no context for any connection.
0: Right. Right. Okay.
1: So I will tell the truth that when I did see him at
2: the I was checking in for a checking flight. Checking
1: in for the flight.
2: Yeah.
1: All my coworkers were really excited to get this gentleman who was tall, dark and handsome in their lineup. And nice. I'm like just saying nothing looking down but thinking the same thing like, "Oh my gosh, okay, he's going to come and check I in." Like ver- to play I,
2: it cool. I like this version. Keep going.
1: <laughs> and that's a we're making a long story, but it was pretty sweet. And I checked them in and,
0: and checked them
2: so out.
1: Checked me in, yeah. checked me in.
2: But she didn't even upgrade my flight.
1: No, oh. wow. I have some but, but
2: she upgraded my life. Hey,
1: hey. oh, that's so hey. much better. So you are
0: much a, you are a right. preacher, right. sir.
1: Very nice
0: amazing
1: so when we like again i'll fast forward to like our dating it was long distance with the privilege of flights that was long distance
2: with no no skype no texting no facetime i had a pager Yes, oh, you
3: are aging yourself. Yeah, you so are, That's a true story. So pager. Drug
2: dealers and me had pagers <laughs> as a volunteer youth pastor. So I had calling cards where kids could text me. So Nancy would like page me. I go to a payphone and call her. And <laughs> oh we only did it for, two, we did it for two weeks. Yep. Then God. we got engaged.
1: After and two then, weeks. After two two weeks. weeks.
2: Wow! You got engaged
1: after two B- weeks. Bought the again,
2: ring after I one week. week.
1: I would yeah. not recommend that to anyone. <laughs> <time>. Not <laughs> the enemy. It really worked well for us. Yep. Wow. By the grace of God. Wow. But again, you will be married far longer than you're ever single. So just take a minute. Yeah, yes. yes. you're right. So yes, right.
2: Ten months. So you don't uh, recommend. And then we got married, and it'll be
0: 21 years in May. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: Twenty one year. That's, that's awesome. That's
0: substantial guys. That yeah. is. But
1: I remember that a zone. Yeah. Like, I, we were thinking about the little notes. We did this devotional together every day. Like this but before is, that, before yeah, that,
2: okay. We would call right. Like eight it's o'clock at in. night till two in the morning, um, every night to Newfoundland back and forth. And that's how we, what we were engaged, that's how we get to know each other. And again, there's no texting. There's no FaceTime. Just call each other every night for 10 months.
1: Fall asleep.
2: Yeah, you fall asleep wow. first. No, you hang out. up. Like and
1: in love. And then, romance. and then honeymoon
2: phase, you were talking about the devotional.
1: Yeah, so after we got married and we did this devotional, for one um, babe, I think we actually did it even longer. We would leave this little uh, acronym. It's um, See How Much I Love You. S H M-y-l-y. M-I-L-Y.
2: Smilly.
1: Smiling, and at the game went when I would write it somewhere. The minute he found it, then it was his turn to write it, and then I would find it. So it went back and forth. Like we would write it on toilet tissue. Oh, so so, it romantic. Wow. so romantic. Wow. <laughs> wow. We would write it, but this was
2: in their lunch. Our
1: first year. Can you even who?
2: Wow. right on the mirror in steam, so then the next time they go in the washroom they see Smilly on the David
3: in the car. Oh yeah.
2: The A zone was
0: awesome. It, it sounds like
3: pure A zone. It right sounds there. like the notebook, you guys. Yeah. This
0: is this is this is a movie. <laughs>
3: book, that is a yeah. Hallmark
0: movie. That, that needs to happen. It needs movie. to happen.
3: Yes, Hallmark <laughs> just heard that, and they're going to put that in their yes. next movie. Yeah, I should
0: sell that <laughs> yeah. script. Yes, That's we remember incredible. the A Zone well. Yeah. yeah, so when we
1: have a lot of fun in the A Zone.
0: So the point, though, in uh, so many things, I think every couple listening can identify in some way, right? Like your own A Zone. We we did we did quirky things. Our we we didn't have pagers. We we were we were at the the basically like um msn messenger was just messenger. became a thing yes. for us so we're right. maybe uh yes. 10 years behind a little less seven of, years behind. well that was yes. pretty slow yeah it probably yeah. was and sitting right. until one in the morning just yes. back and forth you know with learning how to communicate through instant messaging so mm-hmm. it was novel then now it's a it now it's just a ancient. way to avoid each other right so <laughs> it's amazing but, uh, yeah, but the, but everybody has that A zone and yeah. some of them last longer than others. And then they then that, you know, when the honeymoon's over kind of thing, we all do eventually get into what they call the B zone. And you know, what, what did that look like for you guys? When did that happen? And, and how did that, how did that all go? Where it sort of got real.
2: Yeah. We Again, a little context, Nancy was, um, living on her own back in Newfoundland when I met her and though she was only 24 we were both 25 when we got married she had custody of her younger siblings cuz her 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 parents were um, a lot of dysfunction and she actually had to go to court to her mother had battled substances and so when we got married it was almost like getting younger in some ways responsibility wise for nancy so the A zone honeymoon phase, it wasn't just marriage, it was also life because she was going to parent-teacher meetings and making lunches for her 16-year-old brother. We get married, and now it's, you know, we're 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 two dinks, right? Double right. income, no kids. Yeah. Just we got we got a, a car, a sporty car, we were renting a house. So it was good. Um, and it's always been good. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about it in light of this chapter, and about three years in. Just the grind of life. Again, she we were both working 4.35 in the morning, her at the airport, me at a retail job. And we both knew uh, ministry was a part of our purpose and our focus. Um, and that journey wasn't happening the way we thought it would. And there was such a, a waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, and because of that, we felt stuck financially, relationally, vocationally. And that grind kind of played on us about three years in, around 28, age 28 for us. Mm -hmm. And then um, we were sorting that out. And then in the middle of that, we had kids. But we also, which again, now which is, it's its own A zone, but relationally, it can move you into the B zone because now it's not just date night and schmilly in the snowbanks and in notes. It's sleepless nights. And you're now kind of, zone man-on-man defense you take this one I'll take this one and work and and then we actually dealt with a loss in the middle of that
1: Mm -hmm. um I loved how Kevin had said you know um stop doing what's necessary is actually what it means to quit but Hmm. that is not just summed up in divorce right right like quitting is not just there quitting is I'm exhausted, and I don't want to do what's necessary. Right, the small uh, I'm irritated with you. I don't want to do what's necessary. Our finances are tight. I don't want to do what's necessary. So for us, um, we guys, again, it's going to sound cliche, but we had an absolute. Um, we weren't smart enough to understand it. After 21 years, we do. But we had an absolute that divorce would not Even be a word that we played with Mm. um, in arguments or disagreements or in mentality.
2: Even joke about it. It would never be like, that's it, we're done. Right. That's
1: probably. We just got rid of that. I came from a divorced family. So Mm. um, I knew that Q zone real, real easy. Yeah. But maybe what I didn't understand in the early stages when we moved into the B zone was the communication Q zone. Mm. Like, I would not communicate. I would lock myself in the bathroom. Literally
2: lock yourself in the bathroom. Right. But
1: (laughs) I also think Jesus needed a minute too. He went in a boat. I mean,
2: fair enough. Fair Uh, enough. Okay. Can't argue with that. Side note, don't pick the lock on the door. If your wife's hiding in the bathroom, they don't want that. Pro tip. (laughs) Pro tip. Thanks Mike.
1: You just stay behind that sheltered door. It's very safe.
2: So for us, it would be about three years in and then about, Five years in, we lost uh, a baby in pregnancy. Yeah. Um. And, and so you know we grieved different, which caused our communication to realize we communicate different. My God. And it just felt like there was this period of about five years between twenty eight and 32, 33, where we just felt like um,
1: a real B zone. And it was a, a problem. It was just
2: a grind. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of fighting or or conflict. It just felt draining. Right. And definitely the honeymoon phase was over. Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: practical yeah. problems. It wasn't even anything right. that was, again, this way. It was, you know, when you do your pre marriage and it's textbook situations. Mm-hmm. Well, when we lost the baby, there was no textbook to help us navigate right. what we would walk out in reality.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He was really wanting to be alone. And, um, I was feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. So, how do you how do you navigate that without saying like just go on be by yourself right. and me saying, well, I'm going to pack the house full of people because I need company. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. how do you like those B zones are hard.
0: Yeah, and it's the small it is the culmination the of the small daily differences and disappointments, right? I think one of the quotes I jotted down that I thought was I don't know was Kevin or Marcia but just said like what happens when our B zone disappointments Eclipse our A zone dreams. We want to go to the Q zone. It's like those small little disappointments. They compound and they eventually cause mm. cause real problems and fractures. We hit we hit our B zone pretty quick Ours after. Early. Our, yeah, it was fast. Like it was the <laughs> it summer. Like days or like weeks. No, well, I was like months. A couple it, it months was, in. A m- couple months into our.
3: It was year yeah. one.
0: It was by the summer. Really, we got married yes. in May, and by like August, we were sort summer of hitting it. It was rough. It was yeah, and. Uh, I mean that was really mostly your fault. So yeah,
3: it was all my fault.
0: So, so, so what 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 made you go to the b zone? What was the? It it was exactly what you're talking about though. The small differences in personality and trying to figure out how to make those work and it
3: was also i had been living alone on my own for two years i was
0: trying to say it more diplomatically but go ahead
3: but you just said it's all you
0: um
3: yeah i was living alone for two years before i met you so everything was mine my car was mine my money was mine i had my own apartment i had to share nothing my life was my own and now yeah. suddenly and I came out of a dorm. <laughs> so I'd lived with a bunch
0: of dudes mm-hmm. for 4 years. Oh,
3: wow. And so no, we tried guess. to make that work. Yeah.
0: And uh, so I went from my mom cleans my room to I don't clean my room to now I live with you. You're married. So yeah. so It was so a little rough. It was a bit of a clash of worlds that yeah. took yeah. a while to pick up the pieces. And then and then yeah, we we also within our first uh, couple couple years we lost a, a baby as well. Um, and so we went through that and again, like learning each other and you're different and you grieve different and you process different, you have different needs in different ways. And it was just that again. Yeah. It was the, the honeymoon was over.
3: There was also financial things that first year.
0: Yeah, for sure. We were that was we were pretty curve. pretty po. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. because so I had to quit that's my a, job, that's a huge stress. To move. Yeah, to move down here. I got I graduated, got married, and moved and started in the ministry all in like a three month window. Oh, gosh, so wow. So yeah. yeah, and so that it was, was a, a lot. It was a whirlwind once. and just yes. yeah. So. I'm Anyway, encouragement out there to everybody. The B zone is natural and part of it. Yes. I think the the big thing that and the purpose of this chapter though is to push people beyond that. And like we do live in a time where, you know, they talk about the Q zone, like where people just end up quitting and they decide that these disappointments have compounded to a point where I think we're just gonna just gonna call it quits. And I think we live in a time more so than ever, um, not just particularly with divorce, but also with just the idea of if anything is hard, mm. then we then it's foreign and it's wrong, and yeah. and I mean marriage is hard and there is just no way around it. Falling in love is easy, but but being married and growing in love is really hard. I read a I read a I, I saw on an Instagram. I don't even follow this guy. Someone reposted. It. Remember remember Lil Nas, the guy that sings Old Town Road. You know he. Oh,
2: okay, he, had, he had yeah.
0: No. He, so yeah, we, we played
2: that at our wedding. He was
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but he posted, I saw it and I was like, man, if that doesn't describe the time we are in, he said, I feel like the, the tweet said, I feel like weddings are dope, but not marriage. And he said, it's time we normalize weddings without the bondage of being with someone for the rest of your life. The like that's bondage. Yeah. Like, and that's like, I mean, it's, uh, I'm sure he was being a little like aggressive with what he was saying, but at the same time, it's like, that's just a picture of, it's almost um, expected that you're gonna quit when something gets, gets difficult. And, you know, how have you guys seen the kind of the quit tendency play itself out, you know, whether it's not just in your own lives. And I think, Nancy, you made such a good point about, you know, it's not the capital Q quit that you need to be aware of, it's actually the small little ways we quit on each other, you know, every single day but how have you guys seen that sort of play itself out whether it's in your lives or in the lives of people you, you do life with in the church or what have you?
1: Um, I definitely love again, how Kevin painted the picture and called it a muscle Mm. Um, that B zone is a muscle that I don't know, gets a lot of great healthy um, nutrition or workout or um, exercise. Mm -hmm. It's, seems to literally be a default of, I don't want to work through this. I don't want to do the hard thing. I don't want to uh, put in the work. And Kevin says that too. He's like, you have to work through the B zones or give into, give into the Q zone. Mm -hmm. And um, my gosh, so many times we've eyeballed each other and thought, I just want to give in. Like, and we see it in our church family. Right. you know, I just want to give into it. I don't want to put the work into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have, we see it everywhere. Yeah. We see it in all situations. And, um, you know, just this past week, we were praying as a staff for the power of God to give us endurance. Right. And to have like a determined resilience. Like we, we try to cultivate that in our heart to build that type of atmosphere of mm-hmm. let's do the work. It is worth it when you do the work. Your marriage is, there's nobody else um, when you get that team player and you walk out life together alongside one another. Um, That was the most romantic thing for me, especially coming from a family that um, did the absolute best they could, but it wasn't the stability or consistency that really shaped me well. That mm. example wasn't there. Right. Um but when Mike and I eyeball each other and put the work in with with each other, it is it's so much more of a reward than if you just quit. Yeah.
0: The,
2: the challenge is culture celebrates the Q zone. And
1: they do. Right.
2: I feel like it's more now. I'm not that guy that says kids today don't know. Because no. I see older people now, but culture yeah. is like when we were growing yeah. up you put two weeks' notice in right before you quit a job now it's like i'm out of here now
1: like four or five days people don't and to the and right
2: pe- if it's hard people are like i'm just going to stop i'm going to i'm going to trade out of that class i don't like that job that relationship i don't have the butterflies. so there's such an escapism culture yeah. in yeah. every area of culture not just kids or not just marriage so people aren't as tough and that and i don't yeah. mean younger i mean yep. all ages than they Indeed. used to be and I'm reading this book and it says, you know, don't don't build your child. Don't don't build the road for your child. Build the child for the road. And so many times we're trying to smoothen everything yes. so it's not difficult. And so we've seen that in relationships at church.
0: Yeah. We've
2: seen it in businesses. We've seen it in marriages. Yeah. We've seen it with culture. Um, and it's like that's too tough. Just escape. And they, they say things like I'm living for the weekend or, you know, it's wine o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Or then you even hear I'm just living for retirement or I'm just living for, you know, that and I get looking forward to things, but it's really this whole, you know, I can't even, I just can't even. So we've seen people in that Q zone when it gets tough, not just in relationships, but culture now is celebrating just escape, Mm -hmm. right? Which has been tough during the pandemic because travel's off the table, there's so many movies are off the table, yeah. Certain restaurants are off the table. So, yeah. Those
0: short, those little small, uh, escapes that we used to maybe be able to access have been gone for the last year, which is why a lot of marriages have struggled and broken and cracked is because those little outlets they've had. But the, the beauty is this, this is an opportunity that's forcing maybe couples to push beyond the superficial or what's comes easy or natural. And I love the quote there that Kevin said, you know, that, I got it it written down here. So the problem is that every A zone will lead to a B zone. And if you always go to the Q zone when that happens, whenever things get hard, uh, you Mm. develop an addictive cycle of quitting. Mm. And the pattern creates short term relationships, shortcut habits, short attention spans. And he says, that's why so many people live in chaos and failure, and they experience the wreckage of multiple Q-Zone decisions. Unfinished educational degrees, incomplete jobs, derailed careers, chaotic finances, underdeveloped faith, and half-built marriages. And I think that's, right at the heart of it is, I think the Q-Zone ultimately is built on the lie that it would be better for me if I quit as opposed to if I push in a little further Mm it could be even better than it is now, you know? And I think uh, w- one question I would ask is, you know, what are some of the lies maybe that people tell themselves? Because again, I think the devil's a liar and he's trying to cause you to miss out on the reward and the life that God has for you. And marriage was God's idea. Yeah. And there are things that God actually wants to give us in marriage, but if, if we will go there together. And I think the devil, though, tries to plant seeds of, of, of deception in us that's, that, you know, that... You know, it would just be easier if, or if she would just change or whatever. What are some of the lies you think we tell ourselves that keep us in that pattern of quitting?
2: I think I've been thinking about this. And I think, I think one of the big lies is that hard equals bad.
0: Yes.
3: Oh, right. yes. But if
2: you think about it, yeah. like the best things, the biggest accomplishments in right. life were hard, a degree, parenting, yep. marriage, yep. Uh, physical health, like if you went to a university to become anything, any degree, and it was easy. You would feel like you were robbed. Like Mm -hmm. that wasn't challenging. Something's wrong here. Anybody could do this. The reason why people are really proud of their diplomas is like, that was hard.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's
2: right. Where we've this lie that hard equals bad. Yes. And again, you know, any form of exercise, it really is just picking up and putting down heavy things (laughs) Yeah. and that's what makes you better. I think the other lie is that feelings, um, um, are everything. Right. And oh, man. Feelings, feelings are real, but they're not true. Yeah.
0: Yep.
2: And, um, I have a mentor in my life and we talk this way all the time. I mean, I say, you know, right choices lead to right emotions. Yep. Right. But how so many times we're waiting for the right emotion and then we'll make the choice. If I feel like going to work, if I feel like going to school, if I feel like, you know, doing the chores, if I feel like communicating. So I think, you know, hard, actually the law, the flip of it, the, Heart is bad, heart actually is growth.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then feelings, though they're real,
0: um,
1: you need to be managed, and
2: they're slaves. Feelings yeah. make horrible masters and great slaves. Mm-hmm. I think right. those are two of the big ones. Yeah, I love
1: that.
0: Huge, yeah. huge. I, I think one of the ones that's uh pretty um, prevalent too is that like my, my things will get easier for me if I if we quit, you know, my um. A friend of mine, his wife is a, a divorce lawyer, and she just published a book um, basically called Before You Split. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the whole idea is people f- go into divorce thinking that this is actually going to make things simpler and easier for me. It's going to help me breathe and it's help me get out of this. And it actually what it ends up doing is making things much more complicated and painful and, and difficult and you, things you don't consider beforehand. So mm-hmm. I, I think you're on to something, though, about the you know, the, the hard things being good, like nothing in your life that's, that's good came easy. You know, what's your favorite quote? The John Maxwell, John Maxwell one,
3: Maxwell on. Kevin put it in his book. It's everything worthwhile is uphill.
0: Yeah. Everything worthwhile is uphill, you know, and it's, that's it's true. so, it's so true, you know, so if if you preach for a moment, cause I know there are probably some people listening, uh, to this that are maybe in that zone where, the B zone's been so tough for them and they are kind of contemplating the cue, you know, to just throw it and throw in the towel. And if they, if they could, if they could do it with minimal damage, you know, they would do it. You know, what would you say to that person who's who's maybe contemplating quitting that, that couple?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's real. And this, 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 um, video this next few weeks uh, on Sunday nights isn't to make light of that like it's real when you're drowning Mm -hmm. you don't need an explaining of how you're why drowning is real you're drowning Mm -hmm. um practically for us you know inside our wedding bands we have the same thing engraved and it says two lives one cause and now we say we've added children it's four lives around the same cause Mm -hmm. the cause of christ and specifically we knew our life was called a ministry um but what that's saying is we have a vision and for me Mm -hmm. Anything B zone, marriage, parenting, ministry, is I've got to look at, you know, the C. I've got to look at where we're going. The Bible says without a vision, people perish. And I just, even this week, you know, it's, I get so lost sometimes in spreadsheets and marketing and meetings and emails. I'm like, I got to put a face back on this. Mm -hmm. So I think in your marriage, not wishing away your kids to be empty nesters or wishing away your life to retirement, but you've got to have a vision where you're going. Yeah. And it's not, we're gonna not going to make it. We're going to get divorced or we're going to be living in separate bedrooms or we're going to have tension. It's, it is that couple in the park holding hands in their 80s. It is that going for, I can't wait till this summer when we go for a drive with the sunroof open down the shore, look at the ocean. It's always vision of health and where we're going. And I think if you get a vision for your life, um, it stops you from perishing. The Bible says, write it clearly like a billboard so you can read it on the run. And if you're on this call, first of all, um, well done for yes. carving out the time and going so this is a priority whether somebody drug you to this or you drugged someone else or it was a mutual thing but you're saying we're running with kids and businesses and disappointments and dreams and schedules and life and health and let's get a vision of where you want to go mm-hmm. and that's why we talk about the next stage when our kids were born we weren't wishing it away but man it's going to be so good when they're walking and we get to take them to soccer practice and then when they were toddlers it's man we can't wait till they're old enough to travel with us and do this and now they have their licenses it's like man we can't wait till they drive us for ice cream and they're they're our uber and we just give us a couple steps ahead to paint a picture of what we're aiming for and if we have something we're aiming for Mm -hmm. it helps our choices today Mm -hmm. right would you say definitely
1: and on the practical side um I, again, I go back to this book, which I just love. And Kevin said, draw a circle around yourself and work on everybody inside that circle. Mm. Um, And that for me is, I'm the only person who can have my relationship with God. Yeah. Right. And foremost, I'm the only one who can do that. And it starts there. Um, and then the Bible also says that there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel. Mm. Um, I, uh, my friend loves Mike more than me, which really helps me yeah. when I need to have a chat or we need to talk about things or I, I'm just a little frustrated. Like I need that counsel in my life. Therapy mm. um, is uh, the the church. Yeah, such huge. a great community to get the health mm. and, and help you work on yourself so that you can be better. Mm together and yeah. again we don't dismiss um, yeah. infidelity um, there's so many deep issues that mm-hmm. marriages go through but I I, I have hope yeah I have hope in Jesus and yeah. again it starts there inside that circle and get in the house of God yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a safe place it's great people who yeah. will help you in yeah. that journey um, yeah. there's no place like it
0: that that i mean you mentioned hope both of you did and i mean he he gets into you know the abc's getting real practical of great marriage and one of the things he talks about is developing c zone hope mm-hmm. and i think having that having that vision for you know what do you what do you really want and i think sometimes we don't do the work of actually thinking through what we really want, and we'll we'll just stay in the land of the superficial, and oh, and, and no one actually wants the superficial stuff when it when it all boils down to it. Nobody ends their life saying, you know, I wish I had more girlfriends, mm-hmm. and I wish but, I had more people who would just oh, sh- sh- scratch my ego the right way. Like we want we want depth, and I think, yeah. you know, I think about our our time, you know, that the years we've 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 put in, and like. I wouldn't trade the depth that we have now, like that we can communicate at a level that I've never been able to communicate with anyone. Like we know we can finish each other's sandwiches, you know, (laughs) like we know, (laughs) we we know, we know know, it's so cheesy, but like we know, but we know it's that that depth though. It's the depth. I would never like the thought of, like the thought of dating makes me throw up in my mouth. We're
3: starting over, you always, know. Like,
0: <laughs> I just can't imagine. Yes. No. Like and, and like, I can't imagine giving up on the richness. Yeah, it comes with way more complexity too, and you you can frustrate me more than anybody else on planet Earth. But you can also. <laughs> Fulfill me more than anybody else on planet earth. And you can't have one without the other. And if you're not willing to go into that, that depth, Mm -hmm. and I, I mean, just that vision. And so you, you roll that out. If this is what, if this is what's possible in 15 years, you know, 21 years, like then, then what's possible in 30, what's, what's possible in 40. And I mean, you have that vision and you, you work through the superficial, you know, I don't think anybody actually does want easy. They just think that easy is going to make me feel better. It's going to bring more life. And it actually doesn't. Back to your earlier point, Mike, like actually hard is what generally cultivates health. And it make a, a plug as pastors for church. Yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: the first time I met you face to face Brent was actually with Melanie. It was for a youth service rally in the Valley or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you spoke. And I, remember I sat with you guys both. Um, And I remember thinking, I like that they're in this as a couple. Um, London last year, the highlight though there were some real spiritual highs, it was the relational. Mm. One thing about churches, I don't know another place in culture where you can get generational connection. And sometimes you just need to have a vision of what you want. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's like, not in, not in a a coveting way, but you see an older relationship going, I want that health, the way they talk to each other, the way they, their kids talk to them, the way they smile at each other. And and Mm -hmm. I have had that my whole life in the church as a 16 year old, seeing 25 year olds. And then as a new, Newlywed, seeing 40 year olds mm-hmm. and reverse engineer that and say, if I want what they have, then what did they do? And I ask questions in the church, whether it be just watching people or actually stuff like this, what a place yeah. to get a vision of where you want to go and then hear the road they got there. Yeah. And there's not church, There's nowhere like church for that.
0: Yeah. No. You're, you're totally yes. right. And I think even just the strength of, Being in community, uh, even in something like this, like Mm -hmm. that people get to know they're not alone. And there are people, every marriage doesn't fall apart and every marriage doesn't end in divorce and every marriage isn't superficial. And, you know, there are many amazing examples and we're going to have, I mean, starting with you guys, but even next week, we're going to have John and Willow Mm -hmm. Ann Simons on who are, again, that generation generation couple generations ahead of us that have been doing it well for decades, you know? And so it's so huge, but Kevin talks, I mean, before we sort of wrap up our, our conversation, he talks about, they both talk about just some of the practical, you know, building B zone muscle and the whole idea. And I love, he, he does boil it down to just really in the end, he, he, here's the quote. He says, you know, the one thing that will change your life in marriage is to wash one another's feet. Basically, You do the hard work of serving each other and that ultimately is the key. And he talks and he gives some different practical ways to do that and not, we'll get into theirs, but for you guys, what does it look like to to wash one another's feet, to serve one another well?
1: And again, when you're married for 21 years, those seasons look different all the way through. Right. Um, I think as a wife, particularly, Serving was hard when there was little tinies in the picture. Mm. Um, I think that that was, gosh, you're man on man. Like you're you're on defense. Like you're just trying to survive because they're helpless. And all of a sudden you've brought them into your world. And you, for me, I had to remind myself, no, no, Mike matters to me. Um, despite everything that we're trying to navigate and the people that we're trying to build and all those things, he matters to me. And it would be the tiny little things of just looking at him as a person and saying, Gosh, I you know what, like walk in the other person's shoes, like it's talked about in the book. I know that right now. Um if it's going to be nap time, I'm going to say to him, listen, you go you go nap when the baby's down. Um I just typically didn't need as much sleep. I needed different things in the relationship. You need a
0: lot of sleep.
1: And and that was okay. <laughs> right? It's it's true. There's I think that's really cool how there's someone who is strong in that area of sleep yeah. and someone who isn't. It's like, yeah. Um I would lean in there and give an opportunity for him to catch his breath and rest Mm -hmm. because he mattered. Um, and serving has that root for me. Like just how can I express that he matters? Um, again, and Mm -hmm. we still do that because his personality is an introvert in an extrovert Mm -hmm. world. So I know what's going to help him at the end of the day is listen, we'll, we'll, um, you shut your eyes for 40 minutes and or go to
2: a movie or, or just
1: disappear, or you know, and we joke about that too because that I can hide. You really can hide.
2: Some but call it the bathroom, I call it Narnia. I go in there and just I goes, disappear for an hour.
1: Um, I would have to say that Mike's really good at serving um, to the point where he annoys me. <laughs> Honest. I I like to take up my own food. I want to pour my own coffee and not out of a pride thing, just because it's what I enjoy. I like it. Every night this man will ask me, would you like a drink? Would you? I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mike, um, you're making us all look church. bad here, man, no. just being Jesus, man. <laughs> and they crucified him too. Hey. So I get it. No. Um,
1: yeah. So he's, he's just, I would say you're good at that. I
2: would just say practically what Nancy's helped me with, and it comes back to serving is she taught me to be present and that's before social media and texting. And I remember Josh, our, our oldest was born. It was my day off at the office. I, I was launching a, a missions ministry that was sending 500 people a year around the world and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to the office today. And she's like, well, you're taking Josh with you. He was like two months old. I'm like, no, I just got to go work. She was, no, if you're, it's your day off. Your dad today. Mm-hmm. And I remember her helping me early be present or if I was on the front lawn, put my phone away. Cause I'm, I'm playing with the kids and we do supper if not five, six nights a week. And those other nights, it's because the kids are at their grandparents or something. And when you're present, cause you can be in the room and not be in the room mm-hmm. and you can be on this call and not on the call. Yeah. And she was helping me be wherever I am, be fully there. And in the middle of that, I'm in her shoes going, oh, that's what your day was like. And now it's with our kids. Oh, that's what you're dealing with. And she's hearing me. Oh, that's what you're going through. So by I think practically being present opens your eyes to put each other's shoes and then go from there. But so many times we're, we're in this, we're in the same bed in the same house, but we're not in the same life. Right. Yep. And Nancy is the biggest person to help me be present. And I think I'd be a workaholic or I'd be extremely distracted. If not for her, Huge. she, she has forced me to be present and now it's actually a reflex that I still need to tend to. But because of that, the serving comes easier because I'm now aware.
0: He's
1: really, really good at it.
0: How do you? How have you guys gotten to know one another like well enough? Like, what were some practical ways? Maybe for people that are like, hey, I don't even actually know what it's like to be in my spouse's shoes. Like, what are some ways for you guys that you know? Like, Nancy, how did you learn that Mike just needs to be able to go and uh, go to Narnia and the Lion, Witch in the toilet? Like, how how you can. <laughs> You know. How did you learn that he needs that? Like and, and to, to do that well and, and vice versa. Like how do you guys how did you learn, Mike, that she needs you just to be present and not be doing conflict. a million things?
1: Um, conflict and communication and having the hard conversations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um ask for what you need. Yeah. They're not mind readers.
0: Right. Um, you know, so we good. come
1: together and think hocus focus magic and you should know. Gonna, you should know. And that is I I wasn't great at communicating. I learned to communicate and then asked for what I needed. And then we we learned about each other. It's like, and then it it became really obvious with his personality that, but in the other ways, mm-hmm. um, like we still ask one another, what do you need? Yeah. If mm-hmm. if you're just in the thick of it and um, under it, and just really can't even help yourself. That's where it's so fun to have somebody who's on your team, mm. and he will always say, always, always, "What do you need? What right. do you need today? What do you, What do you think? Would this help? Or and we're and we're not again. No, we're very low maintenance. You guys, that's a gift that god has given our marriage um, which i'm so thankful for his grace for that but we're pretty low maintenance yeah. but it was the asking and, and conversations and
2: conflict things had to go bad yeah. so she would lock herself in the bathroom crying yeah. or mad mm-hmm. and when we finally got her out of there after a month no after, <laughs> after sometimes a few hours then i'd be like okay what led to this yeah yeah and, You're so
3: but it was a bet
2: or in me if all of a sudden I'm not paying attention or I'm breaking down or it's okay. How did we get there before the engine light comes on? Back it up. Where was the oil not changed? So mm-hmm. really it took hard things to right. grow. Yes. Yep. And in the early years, it wasn't just I'm because I would say I'm sorry to get rid of conflict, but I didn't know what I did. Yep. Right. I was just, I just That's want, I just want right. it better. I want to make up, make out and go yeah. for supper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't learn my lesson yeah. or we wouldn't dive into how we got there. And you couldn't go deep. So when it went bad. It sounds so tweetable. I don't mean it to be. No. When it goes bad is a real opportunity for growth. Yes. So that next time, like, you know what, we haven't checked in for a few days, mm-hmm. we've been running and gunning, sleep deprived. If I'm not careful, she's gonna be in the bathroom locked in, or this yeah. that conflict helped us. It's it's yeah.
0: interesting, isn't it, that if you take those two those two words, conflict and communication, like we we have this default setting where we think if i have to communicate this then then that's a bad sign that we don't know each other right. well like, like that
3: if you knew me really well you wouldn't you have would to know.
0: you would know like uh, so yelling. communication is a bad know. sign on like we we've convinced ourselves that having to communicate explicitly is a bad thing and mm-hmm. we've we've convinced ourselves that conflict is a bad thing that mm-hmm. if our marriage was healthy and we really loved each other we wouldn't be having this conflict but ironically both of those two things are actually the very mechanisms that bring health. Yes. You know, the conflict and the communication that either proceeds or comes after the conflict. Like those are the very things that they're the labor pains that give birth to something better. Yeah. Like they're, they're contractions on the marriage. I, I forget which I, f- I feel like I quoted it in a marriage series we did, but like, that those, those conflict communication spaces are the very spaces that God is actually designed to bring new life and health, mm-hmm. you know, through that, through the difficulty. And I think we convince ourselves something's wrong. If we have to communicate mm-hmm. and spell it out, you should know me. You know I
3: love what you said though your spouse isn't a mind reader yeah you have to tell them what you need or your spouse should ask you what you need both yeah but you're not a mind reader. yeah it's yeah really and, it's, it's,
0: and it's not a bad sign on your marriage that you're having conflict and it's mm-hmm. not a bad sign that you're having to communicate those are actually good signs yes. you know and the I, mean, I don't do as much of it as I used to but like in the some of the marriage uh, counseling that I have done you know like the ones that always concern me are the ones that have no fight left in them and they have no words mm-hmm. left to say you know like that the conflict's different. gone yeah like they're the fight the fight's not in them anymore the fight's gone and like if you have fight in you like at least be encouraged you're still you're still in the ring you mm-hmm. know so, like, what you just said
2: there about going to counseling understanding you know as you guys as significant leaders in a significant sized community to be completely free to go, we have have gone and we're, we're all for if we need to in the future going for counseling. Mm. Yep. You know, to get your driver's license, you need to go for a test and lessons.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And marriage is so much more important than a driver's license. Mm-hmm and and how much we just go we got engaged for two weeks we didn't know each other yeah so it's it's <laughs> not wrong to say i need help i need someone to walk us through this don't let your yeah.
1: children do that people
2: yeah, yeah. Yes. i love that i love that you're like we need help and we're, we we go for help we've gone for help we will go for help so yeah. i love that super important. huge
0: well we've hit some of the practical stuff and i think this this conversation is just going to be real helpful for people but you know, there were some other things that Kevin and Marcia said, I think that were really worth noting, you know, obviously that we've talked about putting, putting each other in your spouse's shoes, always give your spouse the benefit of the doubt. That's a tough one. That's a tough That's one hard. for both of us, really. Like we're, you know, I think back to the spouse's shoes, cause I was going to say it's tough for us to give each other the benefit of the doubt because of our personality types. You know, it, it, it actually is helpful. Have you guys done like Enneagram stuff at all? Do you guys know what your Enneagrams are and all that, or?
1: I mean, what would he fall under for being a hater of any personality <laughs> test that's created? You can't
0: box me in. Hey, you know I me. would say he's a three or an eight.
1: That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I know my love
2: languages, physical touch. I know yeah, that. There you
1: go. Um, <laughs> no, we, I mean, we I've learned a lot about <laughs> those personality tests and I'll, I'll study them and understand it, but he doesn't want to do the testing. But again, right. it boils down to your personalities. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a lot of things have to be managed and navigated yeah. because of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it you is.
1: are as a human.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know there are many mics out there who are just they're not gonna not gonna participate in this, but it actually is helpful though. Like it has helped oh, us. Like the Enneagram has helped us at least understand one another mm-hmm. or try to understand yeah. each other. Like yeah. uh, it's not it's. But, i mean we don't have any staff here that we haven't run through a personality just so we can work with them like how much more is it important to have that understanding for each other you know mm-hmm. so you can live with each other that's <laughs> so. <laughs> so
1: good and then you add your kids into the mix yeah.
0: oh, and yeah. watch
1: their personality yeah. add to your home yeah you're like oh wow that's not that's not something i'm familiar yeah. with yeah oh or my
0: gosh
2: yeah. It's like, I'll take the test next time I'm in the bathroom. I'll do
1: that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll okay. do you guys. I'll get him. I'll <laughs> slide it under the door. Yes. There you go. There
0: you go. They, uh, they, those
1: are awesome tools, though. I love them.
0: Yeah. I mean, he ultimately roots the, the the last of the application really in, you know, it, you can't. I, I don't think you I mean, there are people who have good marriages that don't have faith But Mm -hmm. I really do think the key to having a good marriage is like is centered around Christ, around the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just so hard to like, how do you care for someone selflessly Mm -hmm. without having the selfless love of God, you know, Mm -hmm. through Christ in you? How do you be generous? Like they talk about giving your spouse the extras, Mm -hmm. you know, you can only be generous if you feel like you have the margin to do that. And I I think so much of this is rooted in. Having Christ, you know, having the, the presence of God, the gospel, having its place in your marriage is huge. You know, mm-hmm. how, how, what, what would you guys say just kind of as we're closing the role of your own personal faith and your faith together? You know, how has that helped your your marriage and how would you encourage someone else to to invite Jesus? Like it's not just uh, it's not just me and you. It's he's meant to or be part of that.
3: If you have a relationship where one spouse is a Christian. Yeah. And one isn't. Yeah. What
0: role, I guess, what role is your faith? What role should, should Christ play in our marriages?
2: I, uh, you know, everything about faith. um, I'm doing a funeral in a few hours of this call to people that their faith is unclear. The difference about Christianity over everything else is our leader died. Right. Where every other leader of culture, it's if, if the people need to die for the King and such a model of Jesus dying and the people that loved him most were those that knew him best and his disciples the reason why wow. they gave up their lives years and years later is they were so impacted by private Jesus and I think faith wise wow. the culture says be an influencer get followers get likes put your best foot forward and out and Jesus says those closest should know you best mm-hmm. and I think so many times you said we, we leave our we, we bring our leftovers or our empty home. Oh. And I think if your faith is important, then I think it's all about, you know, the culture wants to point a finger. The gospel says there's three pointing back. It's like, forget about the the, the, the speck in that person's eye with right. the log in yours. It's it's about pick up your cross daily. It's not about what they can do for you. It's about, I've come to wash feet and lay down my life and serve and everything about the gospel is about me dying for mm-hmm. you. Yep. That's the gospel. It's, the whole it's not about... I'm so great. Serve me, and if you know, if two people are trying to give away their lives, everybody's going to get full in a marriage. You're and right. we've all heard it: is in 50-50, a hundred and a hundred. I give everything I have, so good. looking for nothing in return, not knowing if I'm going to be reciprocated. Yeah. God so loved the world, He gave. Well, we were a long way off. He wasn't like, I'll come halfway. If you clean up your speech, if you come to church, if you give a little bit, then maybe we can get an arrangement. He's like, I'm all in. And I think the gospel is an all in God. And in this culture of negotiations, God put all his cards on the table and said, I'm all in. This is what I'm paying. And I think faith wise, it's the same way. You've got to be, I'm all in, whether I get reciprocated, you know in front of people, in the home, in the bedroom, mentally, emotionally, I am committed, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. There, I'm not holding anything back. Yeah. And I think that's the gospel.
1: I I was late in my teenage years before um, I had a relationship with God. And when I started reading the Bible, oh gosh, it was so incredible because, you know, we say we read our Bible, but my Bible started to read me. Yeah. And that conviction I've carried into a holy matrimony that was designed by a good God who has such good plans for us. And I'm like, God, if this was your model and this is your plan, mm-hmm. then I, I'm going to be better because of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I wouldn't want to do any of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. No, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, I. it makes me emotional yeah. because God's so real to me yeah. that I wouldn't want to take one step in any direction, not in marriage, yeah. not in single life, not in any season I had to navigate what I want to do it outside of his will yeah. and his model. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, good plan. Well, it's a our,
0: good plan. Our our pursuit of Christ, like if, you know, for anybody listening, like the, you know, you're gonna, you know, you're going to hear this cause you've got a bunch of ministers and <laughs> pastors here, but like legitimately, <laughs> The, the surefire way to improve your marriage is is your personal pursuit of Christ mm-hmm. and I mean obviously there's uh, there's room to learn to pursue him together and um, we'll talk about that in the coming weeks but like your marriage will instantly get better if you if you fall deeper into love with Jesus because mm-hmm. he will give you like you we can't give each other what we don't have mm-hmm. and if yeah. I haven't been if I, I haven't love been love freed love. up, if I haven't been freed up to, to be selfless because he was selfless for me, I'm never going to be able to, to serve you without some string attached. You know, yeah. I'll give this to you if, but I'm doing that really so that you'll give me what I want. Mm-hmm. The only way you can really be generous. Like the Bible says we love because he first loved us. Like I, I and I've found, and we, we've found this in our relationship that like when I'm, when I'm good and I'm a good place with God and I'm in like a, a good zone with Jesus, we're usually in a good zone and mm-hmm. same with you. Like yeah. when you're in a good space with the Lord, it mm-hmm. usually, it just brings life and vitality. And like, I don't need as much from you yeah. when I'm getting it from Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need you mm-hmm. to be everything. And I think, I think Marcia said, like, I can't put, I can't put Kevin on a pedestal that God was made to be on. Right. And mm-hmm. it's the yeah. same oh in our,
1: God, in so our
0: relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my biggest encouragement. And, and you make a great point too, Mal about, you know, what about the person who's on here? Like, there's probably folks that are watching that, like, the, the, the wife is a Christian and, you know, bro, you're just here. And that's, we're glad yeah. you're here. Um, yeah. uh, you know, or maybe a word to the wife who's a Christian. Like, there's a lot in the scripture. Like, Paul would still tell you the same thing. The way you make him better is by you continuing mm-hmm. to pursue Jesus and worrying about, you know, your life with Jesus and allowing the spirit of God to work in him through you. Uh, don't preach to him. You 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 pursue Jesus, and and the yeah. grace of God yes. will extend to him through you and your pursuit. So, again, I think the. <laughs> You, you want, you want the answer to be more complicated than this, but the answer is Jesus. I love Jesus. I wouldn't yeah. take
2: the other answer.
1: Is, and
2: just die. Die every day. Yeah. Just, and I don't, as a joke, just die. Like, yeah.
1: That's uplifting, babe. No.
2: <laughs> one, of friends, one of our best friends has four kids, him and his wife, and he says, you know, there's a whole website around, oh, I am second, oh. Jesus is first, and I'm second, mm. and he goes, no, no, I'm like sixth. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> And
0: there's yeah. Good in that. yeah, it yeah. is. It's true. It is. Yes. It is true. And I think that's the, you know, and it's probably a good place to close, but that is the, um, that space of faith. Will you believe that if I die to self, God can bring resurrection power and new life in that place? Like, will you dare to trust God that if I let that go? or I give you the benefit of the doubt, or I serve you when I feel like I've got nothing left. Do you trust God to bring into that emptiness new life? Like that's the, that's where it all kind of the rubber meets the road. So Mm -hmm. guys, any final thoughts, any, any, any final words of encouragement? Definitely want you to, I'd love it if you'd pray for us and all the couples uh, that are watching with us and listening, I think that'd be huge. If you could just pray God's blessing, but
1: something super spiritual is we all need to go back to London. Yes, Yes. I know. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Not Ontario, been there. Not Ontario. That one's
1: a like a highlight of my life yeah too we would yeah. can we do this on location
0: next time let's yes, do it
1: from london we're gonna
0: really up the budget <laughs> so if, if folks if you find your registration goes through the roof next time we'll see a, you'll see a text to give <laughs> number CS coming from yeah, just five dollars <laughs> that's a so one. bad no. that um, is
1: so bad i, so yes, you, I to pray. You, you pray,
2: pray. no you pray no you i'll pray yeah um <laughs> but Brent, me and you can agree on this. We both married up. And I don't mean that as a line. Oh, like, man. thank God. Yes. Thank God.
0: Yep. And
2: um, um, I don't need to convince the world I'm anointed or called by God. If I convince her, I'll have no problem with everybody else. Mm. And I'm just so thankful for people in my life and Nancy keeping us grounded. And then I'm better. I'm honestly stronger, more grounded. And I'm so thankful. Um, oh, Yeah.
1: What, something I learned really early in our marriage that I heard somebody say is marriage is the foundation for your ministry. Um, and it, I I'm learning every year what she meant by that. Um, and just that Holy matrimony yeah. is again, it's, mm-hmm. it's a gift. It it did change my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, my marriage is the absolute most precious thing that God's ever shown up in. And, yeah. um, I'm just, again, this, this course, mm-hmm. this book, grab the tools, mm-hmm. digest them, get yeah. into it, do mm-hmm. your very best, mm-hmm. and you'll be changed yeah. after it. There's no doubt yeah, in sure. my mind.
2: Let's pray. Yeah. Thank you, God. God, I thank you for this night. I thank you for every Jesus. face mm-hmm. that is watching this live or maybe even after the fact. And God, I just I don't want to just pray a prayer. I just I want to again, Father, just pray for your presence. Mm. And God, I speak hope right now. Yes. Your, your word says hope deferred makes the heart sick, and maybe mm. there's relationships that are doing well, and maybe there's some that aren't nearly where they need to be. And I just speak hope, God, yes. mm. that 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 they're not dead and they're not done, and there's yeah. always room for yes. change yes. in Your presence. I just speak hope. I pray even tonight that as they as they finish this call, even as they go to bed and wake up. That you start to put some C dreams in their life, yes, some Lord. down the road dreams of, mm-hmm. of 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 adventures and health and communication and love and romance and success and legacy. I pray they start to picture themselves in every area of life, every arena of influence, together thriving, loving you. Loving each Mm. other and helping people. I pray for visions of future vacations, visions of future achievements, Mm -hmm. visions of of future, future day-to-day memories. I just pray for hope right now Mm. to fill these couples. I pray for hope. And then God, I pray for strength Mm -hmm. to to deal with the road that gets to that dream. I pray for strength. Mm. I pray for those that are tired, Mm -hmm. that just need a rest. I pray tonight would be the best rest they've had in years i pray for a rest emotionally spiritually physically god i pray for romance i pray for fun i pray that that fun is not anti-spirit i pray there is fun i pray the joy of the lord would be their strength i pray there would be flirting i pray there would be adventure i pray there would be adventures i pray there would be memories i speak joy and strength and i pray most of all for your spirit Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you can do more in a moment than we can do in a lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I pray you would you would lower the mountains that are in the way and you would raise the valleys that we can't get over. Yes. And I just pray for a fresh start. Forgiveness. Yes. I pray yes. for bitterness to be gone. Yes. I pray for joy to come back. Yep. And God, I pray for a miracle mm-hmm. in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus amen. amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Guys, thank Woo! you so much. Yes, thank you. you guys. We love you. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. It's so
3: Lava. good to see yeah. you guys. I miss your faces Lava. in real
1: life. Yeah. Oh my so. gosh, I know we, we'll all hang out sometime.
0: sometime. Come on, Bubble. Come on, Bubble. Oh, yes. yes. And
1: take our fur babies. Yes. Right? They could have a play Those day. boys
0: would go crazy. <laughs> it,
1: would, it would be the best babysitting ever. Yes. We could just. I'm try. not sure
2: if we talked about this before we recorded. We're talking about dogs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, were. Um, yes. we that. We're yeah.
2: Like, we both have
0: dogs. Gold retrievers. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are the reason that we got, we were able, that my, my wife so caved. Finally. So I thank did, you. Yes. I owe Lewis to you. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. <laughs> we love you guys. Right, thanks guys. Love
3: you guys.
0: Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. We loved talking to Mike and Nancy talking about marriage. We hope you drew some encouragement and some tools from that to help work on your marriage. And Hey, thanks again for joining us for the podcast. If you haven't already, we'd love it. It sure helps us. If you leave a good review, helps get the word out to more people, maybe share it with someone and we'll see you next time.